This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to a letter episode. Oh, I'm Sensei Michelle. <laughs> I'm Sensei Jackie. And I'm Sensei Lydia. I'm probably going to leave the O in there. <laughs> oh, I like the way Sensei Jackie looked at me like, who the hell are you? <laughs> so... As you can hear, Sensei Jackie, Sensei Lydia, and I are going to tackle, no, survey Ooh. the letter S. How's that sound? Sounds like it's going to be special. Sounds special. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, what happens on a letter episode? You start me out. Well, we have a bag full of letters, and someone reaches in and pulls out one, and today... We were lucky enough to pull out the letter S. Luck was not involved because it was the last letter in our bag. <laughs> so when we start these episodes again, we're going to have to make sure we didn't already do those words when we do our new episodes. However, some letters we don't use. We don't use X, I don't think. And I think maybe J or, or yeah, Q. I, Q. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe Q we don't use, but we use I would say 23 out of the, hope there's 26 letters in the alphabet (laughs) still to this day. There still is. Thank goodness. Okay, so here we are. We sit down with our papers. We pick out our words. And then we figure out which ones of the words we picked out we're going to actually air. And today we picked shuriken, sword, and serenity. So that's going to be your entertainment for the next 20 minutes. Yay! Yay! And it certainly takes a strong spectrum of S's. (laughs) <laughs> oh, there there may be some spitting. <laughs> We're going to need a, another S word. <laughs> I, I did it. So if we ever grow up, at the end of this, we're going to look in the dictionary and see what the grownups think about our words. Uh, these are fun all the time because they're unscripted. We never know what's going to happen here. That's and for sure. That's already been proven. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a skill. No effort. <laughs> I'm going to change letters and say, Sensei Lydia is on a roll. Us. Are you guys ready to do it? Yes. So I get to start us off. Thank you. Start. Us. With shuriken. I don't think there's a listener out there that does not know that shuriken is a throwing star. Do you agree with that? Uh, there might be. I don't know. But okay. now they know. Now, now they know. Everybody knows that a shuriken is the Japanese word for a throwing star. And first off, throwing stars, I don't know if they're the most fun we have, but they're a lot of fun. Oh, definitely. They're a lot of fun because they come in different colors. They come in different shapes. Uh, They're really cool to look at. Uh, You handle them differently. They come in different sizes. They come in different sizes. And you know what else? Another S word. And they come in different amounts of points. Right. Like Uh, We have one that's only four points, but then most of them are more like eight points. Yep. So pizza pie style. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I came there. I'm sorry. Anyway, shurikens are part of goju training, but not part of the syllabus is the word. Another S word <laughs> is the word I would use. It's just an extracurricular that we do. Would you guys agree with that? I would agree. And I think it, it especially because kids can use this weapon. Um, it adds a lot of confidence 
as you're growing up, you just get better and better with them and have more fun. Yeah, the kids just love them. They just absolutely love them. They love to touch them. They love to hold them. They love to throw them. They actually like love it when they stick, another S word. And uh, they love pulling them out for some bizarre reason. They love pulling them out of the wood. But I'm going to say, to counter that, adults love them too. Oh, oh yeah. yes. It's yes. not just kids. Now, at least in our dojo, when we set up the Throwing Star Station, we also set it up with an archery station and something else. But I'm going to say most people like Throwing Stars the best of all the stations that we set up. Do you guys agree with that? I do. I, I agree. And I think... Um, a lot of the people think of them as ninja stars. Oh, yes. yes. So yes. that they can, I don't know whether they've done them on video games or seen them in comic books, but they can be the ninja. You know, I you agree can, with you that. You can pocket them. You can put them in a little case on your belt. You can it's, you can hide them. It's like secretive. Yeah, they're really, really easy and, and awesome to play with. Now, just for the record, we do not recommend you as a young person going out and somehow finding or building some sort of throwing stars and poking your own eye out. No, we don't. And nor do we recommend that parents go out and buy throwing stars for their kids. We have lots of opportunities in the dojo to use them and use them correctly. Unless you're going to make sure everybody gets home safe because they're, they're a real karate weapon. They're not a joke. No, no they're, they're not. And they are dangerous. Yes. And somebody could get hurt. So as much as we love them and as much fun as we have with them, which we do with all our weapons, I'm just saying. Yes. You do want to be careful to have safety, another S word, yes. in mind. Gosh, we had a lot of S words already, right? We certainly did. Okay. Out of shurikens, we're going to go to? We are going to go to the weapon that is as easy as a shuriken is to throw. This weapon is as difficult as it is to manage and takes years and years to ever become a master. We're going to the sword. And I think we all three agree that is the coolest weapon. Oh, I think so. What do you think, Cecilia? I think so, too. I love the sword. It's so special to be able to to work with it. And, to, and it takes so much time and, and so much patience. But there's something so special about it. You see everything on TV about it and how it's used and whatnot. But when you actually have it in your hands, it's a real experience. It really transcends you from where you are to all points in time from the past into the future. I think because in Goju Federation Karate, as we were coming up, we didn't really get to use a sword, a real sword. We could use a boken once we became black belts. But until we were somewhere around a standoff and we started with the sword and uh, learning how to sheathe it properly and having respect to it, it is a weapon that we revere. And when we were coming up through the ranks and we got to watch like Master Collegian and, and the upper ranking black belts perform with it and, and do what they do with it, and you actually get to touch it yourself, you realize, wow, they made it look so easy, and it's definitely not as easy as it looks. Us. And I have two things to add. One, a minute ago, Sensei, Jackie used the word sandon, and that is a third-degree black belt. Yes. Also an S-word. Yes. Can't believe we missed that one. And number two, we love swords so much that we did three episodes on them a few years back. 
That's right. So I will tag at least one of them into the show notes. Maybe I'll tag the one on the katana because although you just wrote the word sword on your sheet, swords, as you will hear from the episodes that we recorded, have been around ever since there's been metal smithing. Yes. And they're straight, they're curved, they're longer, they're shorter, they're double-edged, they're single-edged. They just come in every single way. I think the three of us, our brain goes to the katana because that is the one we've learned with. Right. But there are plenty of kind of very, very cool swords out there. And even a wakasashi too, which is a smaller sword. That's absolutely true. And of course, swordsmanship in general has been made extremely famous by a show which Jay and I watch in reruns, so I don't know what channel it actually airs on, but I'm going to guess the History Channel, called Forged in Fire, where they build swords. And I have watched many an episode with him, and you learn a lot about metal. I like that show. It, it, it's kind of fun to watch, but you learn a lot along with the fun. I agree. Yeah. And about, you know, the way a sword is put together with the hilt or the handle where your hands go, right. and what we call the tsuba or the... um guard in between because everybody doesn't call it a tsuba european swords don't call it that and that's the guard between your hand and the cutting blade i mean there is some cool stuff out there and isn't there a piece called a tang where the uh the handle and the sword fit together that is exactly correct i did not realize that and there's more than one way to put all that together but we are not a swordsmith so if (laughs) you are out there and you are a swordsmith and you would be willing to talk to us What do we got to have him do? You got to get in touch. Please, oh, please, oh, please call us. How much would we love talking to a swordsmith? Oh, I would love that. Counting this, that would be five episodes on swords. Cool. (laughs) And so you're going to reach us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. If you type us in, we will come up for you. And if you're on Instagram, go to Wildcat Dojo Conversations. And if you're old school and you like email, email us at Dojo Conversations at AOL.com. And that, folks, is the contact information portion of our show. Dun, da, da. Now, do we have anything else on swords or should we move on? I think we should move on. Because Sensei Lydia is going to take this part of the show home with the word serenity. Oh, yeah. Good one. Wait, let me just arm out for a minute. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. I'm ready. Serenity is is very important, both in and outside of karate. In karate, it's it's like get it through meditation, through um, just breathing, uh, being in muso, meaning your eyes closed, and just clearing your mind. Even in doing kata, moving through the forms, you will get a feeling of serenity especially if you're doing moving with the elements of wind or water because it's very very calm and very very soothing and i think it's it's important to be able to do that in karate and um also bringing yourself back from a busy day in work or school or whatever you know whatever activities you have during the day that can stress you out that you need to be able to find ways to create serenity for yourself. And I think it is one of the hardest things to do. Okay, so I have a couple things to add in here. 
Number one, the word center should start with an S from now on. So it could be a part of this program. (laughs) There you go. So we're just going to add a little hook up at the top of that C and say, there is a correlation between serenity and centering. Yes. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. And human beings, the three of us sitting at this table and everybody in the world, no matter your age, no matter what, we are are built not to be on center 24-7. That's just the way the human condition is built. We'll get off kilter a little bit. Would you agree with that as a description? Absolutely. And so serenity, which is a beautiful word and part of a great little prayer. So you can look it up if you want, folks. As a karate person, what we want to do is try to bring ourselves back to centering, which means that all of our internal strengths are balanced and one is not out of balance with the others. And those strengths are our brain, which is the one that gets out of balance most. Let's just admit it. Absolutely. Our heart. It's a close second. I was going to say it's a tie sometimes. <laughs> it really depends on what part of heartbreak you're in, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, or heart love. And also physical body. If you lose your physical strength, if you get an injury or an illness, everything else gets out of the picture until you can balance that back in. You just have to care for yourself. That's right. And finally, the main man at this playground, the chi line, which as we all know, lives in the lower belly and is often tapped by taking that deep breath, which we literally just spoke about in our last episode. So our goal is to try to balance those things. And in that balancing act is where we find the serenity. Can we, can we say yes to that? Absolutely. I can say yes, yes to that. Okay. So when you were talking, Sensei Lydia, you said about the meditation in the dojo and the deep breathing in the dojo for serenity, and you were not wrong, but I'm going to throw this in the mix and you tell me if you're okay with it or if I've gone too far over the edge. You ready? I'm ready. I think punching a heavy bag could lead to a more serene Michelle because I have that much angst in me and I have to put it somewhere so that I can get it out of being inside of me. It happens. It, get, it happens in real life, which is why all three of us have heavy bags in our homes. That's right. It's true. <laughs> it is true. Right? So I, I don't disagree with the meditation. I 100% agree. And I 100% agree that that is the more well-known and more common one. But as karate people, we also need to have an outlet for that um, for that buildup of anxiety that just needs to Pound something. <laughs> and the heavy bag is much better than any of the other choices, folks. Right. And it doesn't talk back. <laughs> and it doesn't punch back. Either. That's true. <laughs> well, that's true. But I do want to say there are a few kind of bags, like the double-ended bag, that will punch back <laughs> on you. <laughs> that's right true. Base, I'm that's certainly, true. But we'll have to do that when we do D words. How's that? That's it. Because the double-ended bag is fun and has a lot of great stories. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. So none of us has the magic trick on how somebody reaches a relaxed state of jawline, brain function, that serene place. None of us has that. But we all have in common that we we sure want to go that way. And we each work toward finding those ways. Yeah. Working towards it is important. As long as you're working towards it, you're growing. Although I could argue that many a Zen master will tell you that the word work doesn't belong in the sentence. 
Probably. Because you have to do it by letting go of a lot of things that you cannot do anything about. And that, rock and rollers, for people like us, that's hard to do. You agree? That's our control freak. It would just people like us. <laughs> it's our own personal Zen cone. You just happened on the episode with three control freaks. If Landon were here, there'd be Before. four. <laughs> he was raised right. <laughs> He's off controlling something else today. Having said that, I wonder if serenity is going to be the word that when we look it up, will be the closest to the dictionary definition and our definition. We will find find out out now. now. So I'm going to pause us and come back. And with the magic of the pause button, I love that sentence. We are back. I always think of it as like the bear pause. Oh, and Sensei Lydia, you are up with the definition of serenity. Did we match? Oh, pretty much. Yes. The state of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled. Well, I've got to tell you, they set that goal kind of lofty for me. (laughs) right that's a high mark yes yes because then you hardly ever hit that all at one time any of it you can be calm but you might not be completely untroubled etc etc correct so if they want all three at once it'll be a hat trick ha okay i'm gonna push this on with shuriken Uh, it was exactly what i said a shuriken is let me go to this other definition because i want to give you a little surprise with that one a weapon in the form of a star with projecting blades or points. I like this, used as a missile in Ooh. some martial arts. But in Wikipedia, they say it literally translates to, are you ready? Hidden hand blade. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, loving it. I like that. I like one. that. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you very much. And we're going to take this home with the sword. Well, everyone really knows that a sword is an edged, bladed weapon intended for manual cutting or thrusting. And that's what they said. And that is what they said. But I have a a sentence about the sword that I'd like to uh, share with everyone. And that will put the last cut on our program. Ooh. (laughs) Okay, are we ready? We're ready. Okay, go. Just remember when you hear this, the famous quote. The pen is mightier than the sword. Got it. The pen is mightier than the sword. If the sword is very short and the pen is very sharp. I love that one. Very cool. Very cool. Who who said it? Terry Pratchett. Oh, thank you, Terry. We agree with you entirely. Although we completely understand the pen is mightier than the sword. Do we not? Yes, we do. But nevertheless, we love our pens sharp. And our swords of any length. (laughs) (laughs) And sharp. And sharp. (laughs) Okay. You know what? For the first time in a long time, I can segue to Honor Athletics. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready. I'm sure that Cynthia has plenty of bladed weapons, swords, that she can furnish you personally or your dojo. Ooh, I'm sure she is. Landon would be proud if he were here. Yes. That I pulled that off. And of course, you can reach her by phone at 770-945-5150. Of course, you can also just scroll down in the show notes and click her link. And don't forget to say Wildcat Dojo when you check out to get your 10% discount. We appreciate that. 
And Sensei Lydia, thank goodness you got out here for a little bit of fun today. We had so much fun, didn't we? Oh, we did. This was great. Thank you for the invite. Ah, it was our pleasure. Yes. Okay, Sensei Jackie, let's take her home. Bye, everybody. See you next week. And on that note, folks, I'm going to sign us out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.